Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Much like the Mavericks' performance against the Rockets, we're tired and looking forward to the next one. It's the Hoops of Path of Isons podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me today, as always, is my fellow Mavs fan for life, my bro host, uh, my hungover, well, tired. We'll, we'll call it tired. Yeah, let's call uh, it tired. Call it tired of <laughs> co-host today. Uh, you can find him on Mavericks Twitter, at Reddit Mavericks. Ruben Tomas, uh, how's the headache? How you feeling? Uh, no headache. Uh, oh, good. I, I do feel sweaty. Okay. What I'm reading is like, you know, just, uh, it's been a while since I've experienced this, so... <laughs> it's been so, like been like six seven years yeah so, so we're gonna run and gun this episode today guys uh we're both not quite feeling it today uh so we it was a pretty uh an up and down Mavs week uh you know we had a great win against the jazz which was inspiring and then an uninspiring loss against the rockets that decided to show up out of nowhere uh but then we you know we beat a giannis list uh bucks team so that feels like Okay, we probably should have done that. So at least, you know, we're a, a little bit of a mixed bag this week. Uh, but uh, we're just going to kind of speed run this. We're just going to answer listener questions today and uh, just get a good pod out to you guys the best we can uh, with our limited mental capabilities at this point. <laughs> Please. Okay. Let's go get started. <laughs> Let's go for it. Uh, our first question comes from Lazarus. He asks, uh, which Maverick do you think would win if they all had a Royal Rumble to the death? Hmm. James Johnson's gone. Yeah, he's gone. That was, that was like the easy answer in mm-hmm. the past. Uh, I feel like Boban uh, would be like like how they always treat the big show where they have like five guys try launching him over. So he's probably like <laughs> one of the first ones out. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Who? Uh, I, I think feel like Brunson. Brunson I feel like Dorian. I feel like Dorian could fight. Ooh, Dorian is probably a good call. I was yeah. like Dorian. Dorian five. Yeah. I got Dorian in that. And hopefully we never have to find out. But That's fair. That's fair. I'll... I'll I'll side with that answer. Let's see. Mavs Network asks, um, what would have to happen for fans not to be concerned about KP Lucas chemistry? I mean, they'd have to like advance in the, uh, I don't know. I feel like what, what we need is like a K-pop fan vid of just them smiling at each other and it like kept being viral you know and just like them like high-fiving and like hugging. Yeah, like, just like it, all it's, the it's gonna, fun stuff. Like Exactly. Like it's going to I think right now, like, yeah, clearly, I think there's some sort of weird chemistry thing with, with KP right now, but he's still doing his job. So it's like, yeah, I think there's still respect there. There's just not going to be like the fun, friendly, you know, these guys love each other moments that like Clay and Steph have, you know, like whoever. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, I, so. I think, I think this wasn't, maybe there was that initial excitement, but maybe KP's just tired of like, not getting the same praise as Luca. Maybe that, you know, he's, He's kind yeah. of in Luca's shadow currently, so yeah. maybe that has something to do with it. But I'm not really re- reading too much into it until like there's just like, you know, I don't know. There's there's certainly uh, effort 
uh, comments that I think aren't, you know, under understated, you know, when with yeah. KP's like, he's just been a little more inconsistent. And I think part of it's just because, I mean, Luca does handle the ball so goddamn much. This usage rate, I think is number one in the league, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think yeah, it's gotta be, you know, I don't know, like, to not to not be concerned like i think it's always going to be concerned but it's never going to be at a like triple j level you know mm-hmm. like it's never going to be like that i don't think i hope not but you yeah know. i don't i don't think one of them is like you know taking the, tony, other, yeah. taking the other guy's woman or something trying to like. date tony braxton yeah that's not that's not <laughs> happening i don't think uh no i think it just you know i think for us not to worry like just be you know, we just gotta look at the positive stuff. Like when they're happy, okay. Hey, cool. if, like, you know. if, we're, if we keep the split of like you know two and ones, three and ones, four and one weeks, I think, I think ultimately those worries will subside until. Yeah. I mean, I think it's gonna come back up in like a fervor this off season. Um, oh yeah, we'll see. You know, um, yeah. You know, we in our group chat, uh, Squish mentioned he's just like he, he's he's. I'm gonna say his bold prediction for him because he's not awake enough to be on the pod uh is that he said a bold take was that he's going to we're going to trade kp for for beal i said bolder take kp for dort straight up yeah straight up (laughs) it's happened all season but uh uh, in line with that question uh i I got someone dm me a question christopher dm me a question Mm -hmm. and he said um do you think kp and luca's relationship is being overhyped um you seem to expect to be best friends and they're just not that you know um luca's clearly the heart of the team one at every level you know, first take blame and losses and first to give credit to others in the victory. Mm. You know, majority majority of the team seems to love him. Then you have KP. Perhaps it's that he's struggling with being the sidekick. Um, maybe he's unhappy or perhaps uh, he just hasn't embraced uh, the player he is now as opposed to the player he was in his, when he was a little younger. Um, not saying that he isn't good, more so that it's clearly there's, uh, there's clearly limitations now. So like, you know. I think, that, I think that's a pretty solid take. I think ultimately the uh yeah that transition from being you know the king of new york almost you know when he was a nick like he was like the excitement the guy of, like yeah, was, yeah to go to dallas and then to you know be like it's clear he's like the second option now as opposed to like kind of the 1a 1b kind of thing it's like yeah he's and it's i think also probably frustrations with injuries like they are managing his minutes a lot more than lucas yeah. um and he's you know his it's not just his touch it's just weird it's like you know uh there's a lot of times where i've seen just like just different output from him you know any given game it's like all right are we gonna get the you know super excited to be on the defensive end kp where he puts out really awesome effort or are we gonna get the you know doesn't even put his arms up defense you know that's yeah. it's, it's yeah. kind of all over the place but still i i think his talent is there and like his upside you know the dude can get 30 any given night um like or at least 25 and and light it up from three and i i'll take that upside over you know anything that clearly we could get for him during the trade deadline yeah. all right let's see uh next question comes from dalton richardson the texas waffle thank you <laughs> I did it finally. Um, uh, where do I sign? Where do I sign to make Poland the enemy of mankind? <laughs> Poland or Poland? 
Poland, Poland, not Poland, not the, not the, not, not the country. Is, is no, a, no. <laughs> I was just like, uh, I think there was a country that did that already no, and it started uh, a world war. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, Pol- Poland, the, Poland. The, the stuff that happens when the flowers and shit. Sure, sure. Uh, there, man, I am a person that I, I went to an allergist once and they did like the test, like in like yeah. first they get like your arm to like test like the very common stuff and then they test your back with just like anything that Everything, grows. Everything, yeah. Uh, the doctor came back and goes, huh, you're a Christmas tree. <laughs> and so uh, I'm allergic to anything that grows. And I live in central Texas, which is like, if you look at the allergy map, there's never not four things in the air, like yeah. at any given time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. whether it's cedar or uh, mold, grass, oak is apparently high right now. Anyways, so like, uh, I-, I feel you as far as the, uh, the allergy thing goes. Uh, get yourself... I got like a, a regiment where I'm doing like two things in the morning and one thing at night. And yeah, still uh, sucks. <laughs> he says on a more serious note, Don, mm-hmm. um, in your opinion, who is the greatest guitarist ever? Um, for me, I'm going to throw out Brian May of Queen. Um, I think there's a lot of guitar players that are maybe technically more proficient, like Ingve Malmsteen is one guy out there, or like there's faster players. But to me, Brian May is the perfect combination of like perfect with with immense technique, but he plays solos that people understand. Like they're they're so melodic. Like there's, you know, people know every single note to like Bohemian Rhapsody's solos and things of that nature. Um, and to me, he's the perfect blend of uh, making music for an audience rather than just making music for musicians. Cool. Cool. Um, AJ Stamps asks, uh, with Jujutsu Kaisen and Attack on Titan all over now, which are not Attack on Titan still going, but uh, <laughs> what anime are you watching? Uh, so uh, something within me, I don't know, something happened this year where <clears throat> Godzilla like is having a renaissance, mm-hmm. I guess, like with the movie. Like, so sure. now there's like, so now the there's Godzilla a Godzilla Yeah, so now there's like a Godzilla anime. So I'm watching that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Godzilla Singular Point. It's it's on Netflix, but you can only watch it if you're watching the Japanese Netflix. Really mm-hmm. stupid. I don't like how they do that, but mm-hmm. I I do travel the high seas and kind of find it that way. Um, and then there's another one that's Yarr. also, and then there's another one that's uh, you know, um, it's uh, like kaiju oriented. Mm-hmm. It's called a uh, s s s s dot Dina Zenon, which I guess is like based off of uh, an old like 60s 70s like a. Uh, TV show from Japan. So, okay. So here's the thing. So Squish will go on Mm. like huge like novels about wrestling, and it's like it's clear like something that he's been super into. And like anime is clearly one of your like Uh anime and video games. You just like nail. I don't know what my topic is. (laughs) I don't know what my when someone just mentions it, I'm just gonna go (laughs) off for like. (laughs) We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find find out. Either way. Uh, And to answer your question, it's probably still Dragon Ball Z abridged. Okay. I mean, that, hey, Dragon Ball Z British fucking rules. So but uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, we got a couple questions about the Wings jerseys. So uh, we have uh, Rohan, uh, we have Bryce, and we have Mark. So three people asked about how do we feel about the Wings jerseys, which... Let me look those up real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think now the WNBA is kind of doing the... You know, the NBA, we have like the association jersey. We have, right. you know, it's kind of like, you know, things labeled that way. They're, they're, they're going to have like, I think, three jerseys this year. That are based off like different stuff. Um, I like them. I like the jerseys that they that, that you know they gave uh, the wings. Uh, 
I know there's like some, you know, uh, some backlash for, I think it's like the, um, it's like a green and blue, it's a green and red one, I think. And it's based off of like uh, the, um, I think the Air Force, I think. It's okay. based off of something, like, there's a story behind it, which is like, I think it was like the first women's, like uh, the first women's um, like Air Force unit, I think, or something like that. So, oh, I see. Which is cool. Like, it's cool. It's just like, you know, I can see oh. why some people are like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that's a cool little alternate. Yeah. Like, I like it. I, I like it. Like, I think, God, these look so much better than a lot of, I think, a lot of NBA teams, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, like uh, dude, I, yeah. The Indiana Fever one, that's the, the, yeah, Indiana Fever yeah. things. Like, yeah, that is crazy. I was like, hell yeah. God, it's that's brutal. Awesome. It's yeah. so cool looking. Uh, I don't, yeah. I mean, some of these are a little bit more simplistic, but that's kind of like what design in general is going for. Like, when you think about, like, uh, just how uh i mean just you look at like just fashion and designs like everything's going more simplistic uh as far as just fashion goes so like um you know it's a lot more muted colors it's more you know simple is good and and the thing that i like about simple designs is then like you're more likely to wear them you know yeah. like as much as i like the dallas mavericks uh you know pegasus jerseys like that there's like one scenario where i could wear that which is going to a game you know what yeah. i mean yeah as opposed to like some of their more muted like the statement jerseys like the uh uh i don't know some of the more previous jerseys that weren't like super out there yeah super out there colors they were just more muted designs like that that's something that i feel like i would find myself wearing more in public um that isn't just like the super loud statement yeah. i guess anyways but yeah i do like the jerseys though man like, i dig them yeah i want to get a i want to get a uh uh satu saw oh, yeah. one down the road so absolutely let's right, see uh next question comes from she's a maverick uh mm -hmm. she asks uh how many licks does it take to get to the center of a tootie pop so I'm i actually go... tried this okay once. i was like 11 mm -hmm. and obviously saw the commercial so i was like yeah i'm gonna try this shit so i think i counted up to like 200 and like 10 oh, and at that point i was like no fuck it. i'm just gonna bite into it so right you know i just i couldn't get to the not the true center but mm -hmm. i mean i don't know 42 sure let's go, go a little go a little douglas adams on you right all right see next question comes from rutuge um if you I could direct it. a movie if you could direct a movie with all the mouse roster what would it be and who's the lead character hmm Okay. Um, Luca's Luca's the lead character. He has to be, I think. Sure. Yeah. Or actually, you know what? I'm remaking uh John Wick three, <laughs> and making Bob on John Wick. <laughs> I like that idea. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what would be a good maybe like Training Day, but instead it's like you know it's Rick Carlisle who's the dirty cop that uh, and he's training uh, <laughs> Silas Stephen Silas something. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, Carlisle is uh, Denzel Washington's character <laughs> of the yeah, drug right. dealing cop. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, next question comes from uh, Wyatt. Uh, he has an NBA question, which is, in hindsight, was getting rid of Isaiah Roby a bad call? I, I mean, if he couldn't break our rotation, I mean, like, it, I don't know. I don't think him being on the Thunder, it, I, I think that's says more to the thunder's depth than it does our mistake you know what i mean yeah like, what the thunder are yeah you know that 
winning 37% of their games. They're, they're clearly just checking out. Like they're, they're clearly tanking. Yeah. Um, this way at this point. Yeah. Like they're, it's, yeah, they're not, they're yeah. not even close to the playoff play in games. Um, so ultimately like I, I, I lose no sleep knowing that Roby's I, I'm glad that Roby has a career. Yeah. I'm um, glad he's doing well. Yeah. Like I'm happy. I he's think, getting, you know, I look at it as a marker of just like, okay, that wasn't bad. Uh, you know, scouting on our part, you know, yeah. whenever yeah. like a guy can develop later to a different thing. Like I look at it like, okay, he didn't fit into our system, but like, I almost look at like Jay Crowder. I always look at like, that's one that I miss. That's one where I'm like, man, I feel like he was like, considering how well he played after Leading. he was shipped yeah. off from the Mavs, that, that, that one was one that I felt like was a missed opportunity, but like, but then you see like, Dennis Smith Jr. and how he hasn't really replicated the same success he had here than he did other places. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. where it's like, okay, like we got the best out of him that we could and we sold high on him. So yeah. Uh, then he has a he has a personal question, which is uh what music have you been vibing with lately? I actually have a good answer for this. Um a song that has been just I've been absolutely adoring has been by Ben Sings and Mac DeMarco, which I actually I don't like Mac DeMarco because I feel like his homeless indie chic is overplayed and he annoys me. But him and Benny Sings have a song called Rolled Up. That's very good. It's a very good vibe. Um, but as well as uh, Beacon by Matt Duncan. That is just a good old fashioned crooner tune with a good horn section it's uh it's it's hard to have a bad day to that song let's see for me <clears throat> so i've been watching uh invincible on amazon which is a superhero like type you know mm-hmm. superhero show it's a cartoon <clears throat> but they include music like every like every episode it's like just like stuff that's like going on in the series and like that i could just like mm-hmm. and so like literally i found on spotify like the invincible animated soundtrack and i was like and has great stuff. It was like Cage the Elephant, um, Holy Fuck, you know, DJ Shadow, De La Soul, like Danger Mouse, like that's so, that's, that's a good roster. And it's just it's a, like it's just like it's a good like it's a good list of songs. I'm oh like that's cool that I can remember like when they were playing this one for the scene and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So and it's a great show. So I will say that there's there's a couple of songs mm-hmm. like that will always like just ring ring more true to my heart because I've listened to certain soundtracks. Um, like there, I had a stint and what would have been college age where I was just finding Wes Anderson movie soundtracks and listening to those on repeat. And yeah. man, those, those really still like, like there's certain songs like the faces or uh, Judy is a punk by the Ramones still makes me super stoked. Anytime I hear that. Um, I think that's from, I want to say the Royal Tannenbaum soundtrack, but yeah. anyways. Um, okay, so next question comes from Ollie James, mm-hmm. and uh, this will have uh, spoilers probably if you don't watch the show. But okay, um, do you watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier? If yes, uh, who do you think is the power broker? And thoughts on the show so far? I do not. Uh, I'm I'm kind of marveled and Star Wars out. Out, like, yeah. Right, I, yeah. I, I I feel like mm-hmm. yeah. I'm trying to get more. I'm getting my nonfiction on right now and watching more documentaries and things yeah. like that, trying to get wiser and understand my world a little bit better yeah. than going into the comic stuff. But I, I mean, if it's Disney and Marvel, I know it's probably got a good budget and they're doing the best yeah. they can with it. So, I mean, I was marveled out until I watched uh, WandaVision. I was like, shit, they fucking got me back. 
like you know i heard it's like, really good and I've, is, i haven't given it a chance yeah like i was like okay cool like after like phase three or whatever was over i was like, okay cool like we're done you know and i was like nope never mind phase four let's go uh no <laughs> so i do watch falcon and soldier uh i haven't seen the most recent episode uh just haven't had time um i will say i do think the power broker is sharon um just sharon! Uh, sharon carter it's a uh, peggy carter's like i think granddaughter i think or something like that um, not sharon osborne no not sharon osborne okay. um thoughts on the show so far i like it a lot uh it's it's more grounded like i think wandavision was like more obviously more fantastical because it's witches and stuff like that and sure this one is more like oh like what are the ramifications of like half the world half the universe being you know being uh being snapped you know and coming mm-hmm. back like i like that part. i like that part of it so totally um let's see next question comes from uh comes from uh mavs misks um they ask uh is there a present anywhere for Tyrell Terry's extended absence? Does this bode poorly for his future? It's either really good or really bad. Um, it's either really good in the sense they're like, all right, we're saving this guy. We're, we're, they're stashing him basically until, you know, they're pretty much going to use what they can with the, the young guards or the, uh, the guard rotation they have right now and see what they got when it comes to our veterans and our, I mean, like, I think they're really kind of making a push for the playoffs this year and like working more on relying on like veterans. Like that's why they got Reddick and they got, uh, you know, they're focusing more on, you know, Burke Brunson and Reddick uh, and solidifying that rotation um, rather than working on the development of Terry. And hopefully that what that means is like, all right, the place for him is going to be next season when we don't plan on having either of those guys, or it's some personal stuff that is just like, you know, a, disconnect between him and the franchise which is not great yeah i I, you know and it's it's weird i've never seen an absence like this like you know Mm -hmm. you know for this long that hasn't had like any you know reason but the reason that we're given anyway um could be covid related it could be like or uh, or uh vaccine related yeah it could be something it could be something like that i don't know but it's been a long time um which i got poked he did i saw that yeah um but yeah like you know it could be you know I guess time will sell. You know, we'll find out sometime. I'm sure in the next probably couple of weeks, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Next question comes from Nick. Uh, they ask, uh, "How many games do the Mavs reach 69 alert this season, and how many games do we win from it?" Um, these are stats I don't take. Actually, I just <laughs> say 69 alert, and then I do. I do think I do want to go back sometime, probably like right after the season's over, and kind of go back. But okay, when did I? You know, did we win that game? Like, you know, so right. That might be something for the offseason. We'll see. Or whenever before playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Next, last question comes from uh, Jennifer. Um, she asks, uh, what do we need to do to finish the season strong? I mean, like, just kind of solidify the rotations. You know, I think yeah. that's that, like, just having consistency. Guys know what they're doing, when they're, like, what their roles are, rather than just kind of figuring out, like, all right, like, where they're supposed to be. Like, just have um, – I really, I, what I hope happens in these next like 10 games is that Reddick is, you know, and he slotted to play on Monday, I think. Um, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really encouraging. I'm, I'm excited to see him in a Mavs uniform and uh, to see what our team looks like with just an added shooter. Um, I've loved Melly 
as an addition. Like that's been really neat. Like I, I, I he's playing more than I ever thought he would. Oh, it would seem like a throw in, but he's, he's doing really great. And uh, I, if there's one thing Rick Carlisle loves, it is veteran guards that he has a lot of tape on. And I think he finds a way of just reincarnating old guards careers or like guys that seem like they're on the decline. And he just like, knows what they do well and sets them up for success. Like basically everybody, but Rondo has kind of gotten that way. Yeah. Like he, he's done a great job of like, I mean, you could argue THJ he's unlocked his ability in some cases. Um, But if you go through his track record of guards and unlocking what they do, like I, I don't think Darren Collison has the same career he does if it wasn't for his stint with Carlisle, same with Monte Ellis, same with Chauncey Billups, even um, in the Detroit days. Like yeah. I think uh, OJ Mayo is another great example. Like he was a guy that was basically done, had two great years, signed an awesome contract and then just disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I think Redick is going to be my short answer for all of what I just said. Yeah. Yeah, uh, those are all the questions. So right, right on, guys. Guys, thank you so much. Sorry, this one's a little bit of a shorter one today. Uh, we're, yeah, we're we're just gonna count this one as a bonus episode. Um, and we really appreciate you guys, your support. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, thanks to everybody that got me past the 500 mark follower uh, benchmark. That was pretty. Listen, I started. I think I started this podcast with. I think we started this podcast. Uh, I, I I was at like 120, maybe 200 followers. So like you guys have doubled, literally doubled my online clout. So thank you, MFFLs. You, I greatly appreciate all of you. Um, that being said, you can find us at MFFLs.com. We do uh, write-ups of all the games. Uh, we do release some articles on there fairly frequently. Uh, you can find Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. You can find me at Don underscore Denim. Uh, submit questions to at reddit maverick so he tweets it out uh every week so we greatly appreciate you guys uh enjoy the rest of your week go outside today it's gorgeous yes all right bye guys bye